What's up, guys? How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the Turf Issue Podcast. My name is John Howley. Today we are going to be talking to you about sports along with some of the issues we are seeing around College Park per usual. In sports today, we are going to talk to you about CTE and some of the problems Colin Kaepernick is facing. Then we are moving into the jewel epidemic that is still going on right in front of our eyes. Tucker, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty well. I'm ready to watch my Ravens tonight. Hopefully we get the dub. I wish I could be talking about my Redskins, but... Yesterday was a good win, but I'm not, not seeing much out of them for the rest of the year. <laughs> yeah, not, neither am I, to be honest with you. <laughs> Youngin, how you doing? Pretty good. Excited for Thanksgiving break. Can't wait to go home, chill with the fam. Great stuff. Great yeah. stuff. All right, so um, let's move into it. So CTE stands for Chronic Traumatic Encephalopathy, or however you say it. And it's caused <laughs> by trauma in the head and multiple concussions or traumatic brain injuries. Basically, it's just your head's getting hit a lot. Yeah. A lot through football. This, this is also pretty bad in, like, MMA, UFC, boxing, all that stuff with high-contact sports. And, uh, yeah. It, so. Some of the, some of the. And obviously, this issue has come up in recent years in the NFL. Exactly, with, like, yeah. retired players and stuff like that. Yeah, a ton of retired players are coming out and saying they, they've been diagnosed with CTE. And it basically caused it. It really like ruins their life when it gets intense. They, no, yeah, it's scary stuff. Yeah, like they get more aggressive and um, they're aggressive towards anyone, like even their their own children and yeah, yeah. spouses. Some of the symptoms are memory loss, so you don't even know who your family is. Yeah, yeah concussion, impaired in judgment, impulse control problems, aggression, depression, anxiety, suic- suicidal, yeah, Parkinsonism, and progressive dementia. Yeah, I mean, really, with the um, to that back in two thousand fifteen, with the movie Will Smith was uh, featured in called Concussion. I think that really started people started to get people to talk about CTE and some of the issues people are having with CTE. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, for sure. He's just really brought a light to it, and I think once that movie came out, people really started to take it seriously which is something that should be taken very seriously. Yeah, and so for uh, that Twitter project we all did, I did mine on CTE, and I pulled up this study where a neuropathologist examined the brains that uh, 111 former NFL players donated, and 110 out of those 111 were found to have CTE, which is obviously, that's a huge number. Yeah, high high rate. Yeah, yeah, very concerning. I did not know that. Yeah. What are, what are some ways we think we could fix this? You think better padding in the helmets or just yeah. bigger helmets in general? I think they've they've made a, a decent stride uh, trying to fix it, I would say. But I think um, what they should really do is just try to try to enforce the helmet to helmet rules more. Like every time there's a there's a helmet to helmet hit, it should be a penalty, which it already is. But like yeah, but more heavily in, in, like see, enforced. I like the big hits, yeah. guys. But yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah, we, we all we do. all like to see it, but you know, especially just, uh, when it's your team laying that big hit, you don't yeah. want to get called a penalty and guy get kicked out of the game. Yeah, but, that's definitely true. But, but yeah, I think it's it's yeah. what has to happen. Yeah. Like, like I played football my entire life. You always wanted that big hit, unless it was you. For sure. <laughs> and if it's you, you want to be protected from that big exactly, hit. Exactly, exactly. So I think everyone has to realize, if that's you being hit, you want it to be called a penalty, and you realize it's safer for you. Exactly. And it's safer for everyone on the field. Yeah, and I think the the calling the flag is definitely a big part, but I was also thinking, like, for repeat offenders, like we saw Avante's perfect get um, suspended indefinitely for all of his I hits. I did see that. Yeah. I think players like that that are 
clearly being malicious on the field. With Doing it, it intentionally, yeah. Yeah, they should be uh, rightfully suspended and fined, just depending on how bad it is. Yes. And, you know, how, how many how times hard. they've done it. Especially yeah, yeah. the uh, Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett. Yeah. He just <laughs> took his helmet off, hit him in the head. Oh, I did see that. I saw that. I that saw was that. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> crazy stuff. But anything in the head these days is not going to slide yeah, in the NFL. It just can't happen. But really, we're going to be uh, just really some stuff in the NFL these days. It's not a lot of people are liking. People think it's becoming soft, but really it's becoming safer and the game's still being played at a very high level. Talking about For soft, sure. Colin Kaepernick. What do you guys <laughs> think about him? <laughs> well, <laughs> Colin Kaepernick, there's a lot to say about him. Obviously, starting with his national anthem protests, I believe that was in 2015. Yeah, it was a while yeah, ago now. It's been four it was, years. Yeah, yeah 2015. He's believe. still been disbanded from the NFL. No team is hiring him. But he somehow earned approximately like 1.6 million, I think, last year. Yeah, Nike, Nike. Yeah, pays yeah, him his endorsements. A big bag. He's yeah, I mean, he's definitely securing the good bag. For, <laughs> I don't understand why he's trying to play. So if he's kind of making that money every year, yeah. why, he might as well save his head. But he still <laughs> claimed on social media that he's uh he's ready to go. Yeah. I don't yeah. know where he's making that claim from. <laughs> I really think what's what's messed up about him recently is not even from the protesting. Just he had that workout that the NFL uh, helped him out with, like creating, and they had he he like asked for a lot of things and they accommodated to almost all of it, besides making it public, which is like mm. not allowed for any type of combine. Mm-hmm. But since it wasn't public, he canceled the whole workout like two hours before oh wow so yeah i mean that's just something you don't do yeah the nfl really gave him a chance and he just blew completely Uh and that's something the nfl usually like wouldn't do yeah is is what they were doing for kaepernick and he still didn't do it yeah yeah i mean do you guys see any chance with him making a comeback or no i think Um, he might have just blew his last chance I, I agree i think if if he went to that workout and and killed it like i'm sure he he probably would have i think he he um probably would have gotten a job this year or next year but mm-hmm. after he canceled it and, and held his own and only like six teams i think it was and, maybe eight teams yeah went, something like Instead that of the 25 that were supposed to mm-hmm. show up wow. and watch him yes i don't i don't see much of a future for him after that he's yeah. also not not that young anymore either yeah he's so. he was in his prime and now he's He's been out of it for a long time. Yeah, yeah, His prime was when he faced the Ravens in the Super Bowl, which I think was 2011. So that's eight years. That's a long time. A long time. And that was his best season. And like we just said, that's a long time removed from his best season. Maybe his whole plan along along was to go out with a bang, you know. uh, (laughs) I mean, honestly, my opinion on him, it's I don't really think other players have had so many issues with things in the news and really I think people started to blow it out of proportion about his protest I feel I feel like he if he belonged in the NFL today he would have a job in the NFL people are not scared to take publicity or like pull like they're not scared of hiring him Mm -hmm. they just really don't believe he'd be helping their team yeah I I agree with you on that like a while ago I was talking to one of my friends and he was saying that it was all the NFL and he claimed that, like, if it was Patrick Mahomes, who might be the best quarterback in the league right now, if he did that, he said Patrick Mahomes would be out of the league. And I said, there's no way that's true. <laughs> I would agree completely. Patrick this might Mahomes. not be about politics. It might just be about the skill of the player involved. I, I think in that's this case, what it is. Yeah. yeah, but 
moving on from CT, I think, we're going to connect this somewhat to uh, some issues we're seeing on the college campuses, talking about sports betting. Everyone seems to be doing it around here. Yeah. Um, just a brief little part on this. A lot of people, I mean, I see it. I don't know if you guys see it. I, I see it all the time. I, I'm personally not involved. That's mainly because I'm kind of broke. <laughs> college <laughs> we all student, are. you know, yeah. <laughs> but I, I definitely know a lot of kids who, who do it. It just seems to be going around people really just addicted to it. And For sure. It's a form of gambling, basically. Definitely. Yeah. Another issue in, I mean, just an issue in life and definitely a big issue on in College Park. I yeah, mean. and I don't know if you guys heard about this or saw it, but I think it was Friday night, uh, a bunch of kids got in a fight, like, right outside of, of La Plata over over sports betting. A couple of kids, not that I know, but from uh, my no. dorm were Crazy. out there fighting over that. it. I did not see that. I did not see it. It just shows you the length people will go. Yeah. It's a serious issue. It's kind of it's kind of. When scary you need a lot of money, people, people get heated. Yeah. yeah, people need to invest their money mm-hmm. in a legal way. My opinion. I agree. <laughs> um, let's go into the oh, yeah. another so, issue. My name is Young and Kang, and I'll be introducing the Jewel topic. So yeah, the Jewels, everyone's doing it. It's it's huge. And then um, yeah, Trump's tried to stop it with the flavor ban, but um, yeah, yeah, it let's was talk not some very more about successful. That. He went back on it because of the recent findings where that Jewel was not actually the culprit of these lung disease, but it was actually THC carts that people were buying offline on the black market. Mm-hmm. See, so, yeah, I think this is a huge issue. We just need to snip it in the bud and just make it like a, a very regulated issue. A lot of people are just using it without stopping because they think it's not going to do anything to their lungs, but in reality, it's very harmful, especially yeah. if you're buying it from yeah. somewhere else instead of like an actual store. Let's talk about more of the issues that um, college kids are really have, like facing with the jewel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so. Yeah, you can go with it. Yeah, I'll go with it. Um, so, like, 2017, I believe it was, was Jewel it? really started to take off. Yeah. It really yeah, I think it's, gained... Yeah. yeah, I think it's mainly because of their marketing tactic. Before, it was, like, a... They kind of introduced it as, like, a way to stop smoking. and like Cessation. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they, exactly. They, as, so, they did... I, yeah, they, they wrote it... Or, they marketed it as cessation, which was the... Which means, like, the easing, like, your ability to stop using nicotine. Mm-hmm. But then they switched to the term make the switch to jewel which really just made more which wasn't trying to ease the stop it was basically just saying instead of using this form of nicotine let's use this form of nicotine yeah because they realized their their market wasn't like older people trying to stop smoking exactly and like the thing is i think a lot of people are just doing it and like they're getting hooked on it only on that instead of cigarettes and like even though it's a new technology and like it's supposed to be better, we really don't know how bad it is. And like with the recent like lung collapsing from like the vitamin E acetate, it's been a huge issue. And like a lot of people, especially kids, com- campus kids who do like about two pods a day or some crazy stuff like that, yeah. they'll be getting like really bad lungs, just having a hard time breathing and stuff. And it's just a really bad issue that I feel like we just need to ease up on. And it's, I just think personally it's really not worth it like when when the legal age was 18 like i never owned a jewel but i've jeweled mm-hmm. before and yeah, like i would agree the yeah. feeling is not is not worth it's, what it's yeah, going to really do in not, the long run like, it's, yeah. it's really nothing crazy whatsoever the the, the so-called doesn't head make rush you, is just not yeah. not all it's doesn't make you cool or fit in in college the yeah, only thing yeah. it makes you do is lose money 
and hurt your body. A lot of money. A yep. lot of money. So yeah, people need to really prioritize. Exactly. But like, do you guys really see the jewel disappearing? Is my question. I really don't see it disappearing unless there's some like huge issues that come out. Like we just said, the the THC thing was mainly the cause for some yeah, of these deaths. Yeah. But even even if the jewel did that, I could see it sticking around for a while until it gets like insane amount of numbers of of deaths exactly. especially injuries. i think i honestly think it's gonna make a very like i feel like it's gone down a little bit but i feel like it's gonna come way back like it's gonna resurface basically yeah, yeah, to yeah. any like a higher number of people using it even be than before because of uh trump really just he his whole thing was banning the jewel banning flavored jewel pods and he lifted that band once he figured out or once he was informed that it was the cause of the THC mm-hmm. cards. Yeah, I agree. I don't know if this was uh, what it was like for you guys, but we're all freshmen here. And like, I really saw the jewel and like vape thing rise the most when I was like a junior in high school. Uh, yes, yeah. exactly. Then, yeah, yeah, I saw it just completely uh-huh. take over. And I, I feel like it obviously was still a thing senior year, but I feel like it went down. It started to go down yeah, a little yeah, bit. But I now agree. that we're in college again, I see it like everywhere I, see I go. It more than oh, I yeah, yeah, it literally Ever went dips. It went up and then down and then went back up. That's again. what I'm, yeah, that's yeah. what I uh, think. Same the with, same with these THC cards. And like getting back to that issue, uh, recently there's a Wisconsin woman. Got busted by, busted by the. It's an awesome story. Yeah, we'll this post is. It somewhere. <laughs> she, uh, her and her two sons. She was forty three. He an awful mother. Her sons were twenty and twenty three, and uh, yeah, they had like one of the biggest underground operations for THC cartridges, and um, yeah, when the author- authorities raided the locations, they found thirty thousand vape cartridges filled with THC, and nearly a hundred thousand mason jars filled with THC oil. <laughs> now, if you put that into perspective, that's like literally so much like it's it's not even like fathomable but like the amount of money That's they were making crazy was just crazy yeah and uh this this just goes to show how how bad the epidemic really is and how many people really want this type of product in their hands yeah and like how many people are really willing to do it exactly. yeah like a mother yeah. with her two sons i mean like come on like, like yeah. if you're willing to buy a jug from them and put that in your body like you're really see her picture she just really issues. looks yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not <laughs> It looks like it's been doing something to her body. Other than yeah. <laughs> they all look like they've been doing it for a long time. And yeah, yeah like we, like we said, um, the the deaths were from THC. But I also, I actually saw, in um, one of my other classes, my instructor showed us this like lawsuit that was being um, filed against Jewel, and uh-huh. it was actually this guy that like worked like high up in Jewel. And he would be, he was in like the big meetings, like with literally oh, yeah, like yeah, the yeah. founders. I, I heard about yeah. this too, yeah. And like one of, I don't want to like give out misinformation. So I think it's, it was one of the founders, but it was someone high up in like, the company. It was like, yeah, one of the corporates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Was saying like, like with vulgar language, he was like, I don't give a fuck. Like if our cartridges are, um, bad or yeah, I'm trying to think of the word. If our cartridges are contaminated, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. because our market is literally drunk uh, college kids that can't tell so yeah. who cares if it's contaminated if it's making us money he, ba- he basically said something along those lines so and then now we we're, there's gonna be a whole lawsuit um i think mm-hmm. it's going to law right now but like one of the people who recorded it was like one of the people under like management i think yeah something like that yeah so it just goes to show that this stuff is really unsafe and it should even be the big companies regulated. yeah even the big companies you just have no morals about it and they Lock- know they know exactly what they're doing mm-hmm I mean, my main problem, or my main belief in why it won't go away is not just because, like, banned pods got lifted, like, okay, or whatever. 
but it's just now instead of seeing jewels, I see these things called stigs. Or when oh I, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm around, it just mm-hmm. does not seem like every week there's just a new device a new that device. kids are using. If it's not a jewel, it'll be a stig. If it's not a stig, it'll be like something else, like a soren or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll make a comeback. And if or, yeah, if they ban like everything nicotine related under 21, like those those fiends, those kids are still gonna find ways <laughs> yeah. to get it. Like yeah, it's like the the reverse psychology. Like if you ban something, it makes you want to do it more. Just mm-hmm. like alcohol, because it's under 21, yeah. people want to do it more. Like that that stuff. could stop like the casual people like doing it, but like the kids that are really hooked will it. still they'll yeah, still they'll do find it. ways. Yeah, exactly, and it'll be worse because you don't know where you're getting it from. Just like the THC, mm-hmm. you'll get Wisconsin moms. Yeah, I agree with their sons. <laughs> yeah, you'll get. Wisconsin moms with their sons, you'll get <laughs> jewel executives not caring about the kids who yeah, are yeah. Yeah, just really facing the consequences. All kinds of things along those lines. You'll get people on or in College Park getting in full on arguments about sports betting. Like, what does that have to do with you guys? Just don't do it. <laughs> and then you'll have yeah. obviously the issues in the NFL, issues in the news. But I think we all just need to Take a step back and really exactly. examine these issues and, like, try to work as a community to let them go away, help yeah, them go yeah. away. Yeah. I don't know yet how we can do it. We're going I think to be... addressing it is a first step, definitely, because a lot of this stuff is just going right over our head. We just, mm-hmm. We're just kind of letting it, throw, like, throwing it under the bus. Yeah, in future episodes, I think we're really going to be talking about how... Yeah, we'll definitely get into more specifics. About how we think, yeah. how we think, how we've seen people react to it and how... It will work if we are how it will work or how are what am I trying to say? How we can help these issues go away. Yeah, exactly. Just let us know guys on our Twitter what you want to hear from us. Yeah, our social media is all in the links. Yeah, hopefully you guys follow us. Hopefully if you don't, the Twitter handle will be in the description. Just bring us any issue, we will talk about it, we'll see it, we'll look into it. Mm -hmm. And uh yeah. We like new issues, we like learning new stuff. Well, this has been Terp Issues. My name is Young and Kang. I'm John Howley. And I'm Tucker Morris. Hope you guys have a great day. And a happy Thanksgiving, yeah. How's everybody doing today? Welcome back to the Terp Issues podcast. My name is John Howley. Today we're going to be talking to you about Adderall and prescription drug abuse during finals on college campuses, including our own. However, we will be constructing our podcast a bit differently today. Instead of addressing an issue, we're going to present an argument regarding it as well. Argument is that students without a prescription to Adderall shouldn't abuse it when cramming for finals, and the laws surrounding distribution of such drugs should be more heavily enforced. Youngin, since you're prescribed, what what are your opinions on this? So my main argument about this is that the use of Adderall for individuals with ADHD is highly beneficial, but uh, it shouldn't be abused by people who don't. And um, yeah, so from my personal experience, as a kid growing up, I had ADHD, but it was like really severe so like in class i would just be like jumping around and stuff in kindergarten and stuff and uh yeah there was one time i got like eight timeouts in one day and they eventually sent me home because i just wouldn't listen <laughs> or sit down or like do any of this did stuff they do those like stoplights like the red light green no light. no they like put you in the corner and then make you sit down for like five minutes and they're like think about what you did so <laughs> yeah i had that like eight times throughout the day and then the eighth time they just called my parents and took me home so yeah, this is actually a, a huge issue. Hits home for you. Yeah, yeah. So like the percentage, percentage of children aged 4 to 17 that are diagnosed with ADHD increased from 7.8% in 2003 to 9.5 in 2007. So that's like a 
25% increase in just four years, and that's according to the Health Resources and Services Administration's National Survey of Children's Health. So yeah, if you look at the statistics, there are people with ADHD that is like more diagnosed, so it's like becoming a more, I guess, recognized disease. So yeah, um, if it's untreated, there's an increased prevalence of certain psychological disorders like major depression, bipolar disorder, conduct disorder, oppositional defiant disorder, which is basically what I had, and uh, antisocial personality, substance use, and anxiety. So yeah, like this could tie into people with ADHD and stuff like that. So uh, what Adderall actually does is like, it makes you feel like super focused and stuff. So like you won't feel like you need to like look at other things or do other things or get fidgety and stuff Just like that. Just not distracted. Really. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's really helpful for people who do have it. It personally helped me on my SATs when I took it. Yeah, when I first took it without SATs, I got like a pretty low score. Without Adderall. Yeah. yeah. And then when I took it, I was like way more focused on the reading part, and um, yeah, it helped me finish in time and stuff like that. Were you more? Why didn't, like, do you take it every day, or? I actually don't. So, uh, yeah, some people with ADHD who have, like, severe symptoms do take it every single morning. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've decided that I only need it on certain occasions, like. Have you grown tests. out of it more? Like, when you were younger, you had to take it more often, or? Uh, I actually didn't take it at all. I was not diagnosed until, like, middle school, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they just thought I was uh, misbehaving. <laughs> <laughs> but, Yeah. <laughs> So, that's funny good yeah stuff. it's a it's, it's a good drug but um the problem we're addressing is that because college kids are taking it when they're on test taking tests it's like abuse we'd say mm-hmm. and uh yeah the the media reports that uh they condone this behavior because like 95 percent of the articles say that it's like a benefit as like a neuro enhancement like a smart drug but only 58 percent mention like side effects and risks so they're kind of misinforming the public i'd say so yeah um misinforming the public in terms of like they're saying like are they just talking about it the benefits for people or the benefits or the benefits for people who take it who actually have adhd they're kind of doing it as like a overall consensus so like they say um it's like a super smart drug that everyone can take like mm-hmm. They're kind of claiming it like that, but not not outright saying it. Just different it. milligram or yeah, different yeah, doses yeah. amount of it. Yeah, but like they don't really tell you the side effects because they're kind of hesitant. Mm-hmm. And this might be due to like, I don't know, endorsements or like special side deals and stuff like that that the drug companies have made with these like newspaper articles and stuff like that. And you said they don't talk about the uh, the side effects really? Yeah, not really. So 